RCMHV Talks with Road Track Club of Mulun Hillview. RCMHV Talks is one of its kind initiative where we put a spotlight on people from different walks of life. If you've listened to our previous episodes, previous four episodes to be precise, we've touched upon on various topics such as politics, business, fitness and mental health. And we decided to start a new series on this podcast called as RCMHV Talks Road Track Edition. You can follow us on our social media handles Road Track Club of Mulund Hillview on Facebook, LinkedIn and YouTube. You can also follow us on our Instagram handle RCMHV Official, Twitter RCMHV3141 and you can also check out our website www.rcmhv.com to get in touch with us. The content that you get on this edition is quite different from the one that we used to cover earlier. So um, under RCMHV Talks Road Tract Edition, we try and bring road tractors together and we understand or unravel their road tract journey. How has this organization impacted their lives? We try to understand what is their thought process. There's a lot of food for thought when you listen to these conversations peacefully. So I really suggest that you look forward to this interaction that I had with our district road track representative, road tractor Ojas Doshi, who was our first guest on this edition of RCMHV Talks. I'm sure a lot of you must be wondering who is a district road track representative. So to put it out simply, Road Tract is an international organization and we are spread across multiple countries which have multiple districts under which multiple clubs function. So the job of a DRR or district road track representative is to manage these clubs. So today uh, on the first episode we have the current DRR Road Tractor Ojas Joshi with us. So thank you Ojas for joining us. I hope we have an enlightening conversation. Hi uh, thank you for having me here. Let's begin with the podcast. Uh, so when Aniket sent me your profile, I, I was going through it and the first question that popped up in my mind is how can an engineer and an operation graduate in MBA have so much time for road track? I mean, you've been a passionate volunteer for this uh, for this movement since the past eight years. So I'm sure this organization is very close to you. But if you had to define what road track means to you, to a layman, how would you define it? Um, I think um, I don't have complex definitions for this. Things simply put, um, when you the question you said about you know how can an engineer and MBA graduate, but uh, for me it was uh, engineering way we have five days of college and Saturday Sunday we don't do anything. And uh, back in the day internships was not so much of a thing when I was studying and people would not offer it because we were confident that the placement will or you know we'll we'll go up to study abroad. So from that sense, I think I needed something to do on Saturday, Sundays and I chose my final year of engineering to do it. And then yeah, I think what started off as uh, just uh, something recreational to do on the weekends, meet people and probably, you know, um, get to get to travel, get to do projects, just became eight and a half years of just something, something very integral or a very important part of my life. Wow, uh, that sounds amazing. So I, I'm curious to know who introduced you to this movement and what was your initial impression about Road Track? So the first time I heard of Road Track, um, I was introduced to this project of my own home club 
which is called overboard which was a boat party at gateway of india this was by one of my engineering seniors and i remember very vividly that uh, we had approached like our entire group and we were a large group okay we were a group of say 20 25 folks across different engineering streams but yeah it worked for us like everybody chilled with each other and all of us were sitting in the lobby and he came to us and of course seniors you know all of us the senior juniors great relations in engineering colleges so he said ki yaar tum log 25 log hai we all come for something like a board party and most of us just shrugged it and we were like nahi hum log nahi aayenge right we were like aisa kuch we don't want to and that was my first instance ki who's organizing etc and fun fact is one year later exactly one year later because this board party was in february one year later i was chairing the board party at rotary club of jhelna and i was convincing these remaining 24 ki yaar mera project hai first project hai tum log aao and yeah i managed to get like a record number of people and ha that time my senior also of course he came to because he was a member of the club and he's like yaar ek saal pehle tu hasa tha na he's like dekh iske liye bula raha tha so that always stays with me ki okay sometimes maybe you know you're laughing at someone else and your plight becomes the same so that was my first probably introduction to rotary but uh, i think i give the credit to my engineering college batchmate called aditya garg uh, the first installation i attended was his incoming ceremony as uh, president of rotary club of bombay uptown and it was a great ceremony right there was free food there was there was people all dressed up youngsters all all of us in the same age group right rotary club majority of us at that time was 16 to 21 yeah. we were in that same age group and he had invited only three of us so we felt special ki okay three exclusive guests you know these are not rotary they are guests who come to aditya's function and yeah i think from there i said ki okay this is something this is enjoyable this is nice and i only joined a year later though Uh, I joined one year almost after that installation ceremony. So my start was very slow. I was like a tortoise who was exploring, and then finally, I think at the end, you know, there's one story where the tortoise also wins his race. So I think one year later, I joined the track club of the NRL, and yeah, won won that race of joining our season. Wow, uh, that sounds amazing. Okay, so what was your first designation in your home club? was designation um, for the first year i was of course a general body member but i had shown interest in club service so i was the club service coordinator in the last quarter so in our club we have this thing that in the last quarter the fourth quarter anyone who they are thinking of board of directors for the next upcoming year they give coordinatorship so i was given assigned club service coordinator and i love club service it's one of my favorite avenues in the moment so i became club service director and a couple of others in the next Yeah, since you brought about that topic, I just wanted to know uh, which one has been the most challenging designation for you, and which is a position that you cherish so far. I'm assuming club service will be your favorite one, but apart from that, which one has been the most challenging? Most challenging district secretary, uh, but uh, I think <laughs> club service was the one I cherish because that I say that, that is my. No, they they say na in this journey there is that one year which is defining in terms of you know that okay you are in it for the long run or you really learn the whole okay this is fun and I want to be in this I want to be in the movement or that first calling ki okay I want to grow I want to be a, like a vice president or a president of this club that was the year where I was club service director sports director and the zonal coordinator at that time you were zone two B and. Um, Apart from that, I chaired my flagship project of the club, which is a 31-year-old project as of today. So, chaired that oh, one of the largest <laughs> inter-school. Yeah, the our club is the pioneers in the inter-school underprivileged drawing literary arts competition, which today is you know is a norm amongst most Rotaract clubs. Everyone does it. So, we've been doing it right from our first year of Rotaract. So, that I chaired, and I was doing a lot of other things. So, I think that was the one year where I was taking I've taken a sabbatical. 
uh, and I was not enrolled in any university, but I was studying a lot of certificate courses. I did four certificate courses. I did these projects. I did road track. I did everything I could possibly to enjoy that one year as much as I could. And yeah, I think that's been my defining year. But district secretary, I think the toughest. People think it comes. Yeah, people think it comes easy to me, but very tough, especially when I had to manage it with with being the DRL. I think that was the biggest challenge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, shifting focus to your current year, your theme for this year is Time of Champions. Uh, this is a little different from the themes that we've had in the past. So, any specific reason or any underlying story behind it? So, there's there's two main con- concepts within this uh, Time of Champions, as it says. One is the time concept, and I've always been a fan that um, sometimes some things will come to you only once, right? Uh, my theme during my presidential year was also seize the day, and why it was because I got announced as a president after 25 days of the year beginning because somebody else had to move out and do a career commitment, and I was next in line, and I had to I, somebody had to take the responsibility up. So I'm of a person that in Rotrak, whether you have one day, whether you have one month, or you have one year, give like you know give all that you can and try to take back as much as you can because you never know. Everyone plans that three years may president banenge. But that doesn't always work out. Like a lot of times, people have to move out in six months. So I think that is the time aspect. And today, I think look at us, right? Like COVID has proven that uh, yes. time is a very important factor. Like you should enjoy what is there today and not really worry about what you're doing six months. And champions comes from my core belief that uh, in Rotaract, I think projects are not the biggest force that drives us. People are the biggest force that drive us. And everybody, right? I get inspired by a 16-year-old. To a 30-year-old, getting inspired by what people say, what people do, what people behave in their day-to-day life. For me, real people have always been inspirations, and not celebrities, and not these people who we think as larger than life. So I think in that sense, champions is like everybody is a champion in some way or the other. The only thing they need to understand is fulfill that potential or unleash this potential because Rotaract gives you a chance to do something that you're not doing in your conventional life. It allows you to be a absolute a pseudo personality. In Rotaract, and you, you can live with two different personalities. I'm, I'm an example of that where I've lived literally two different lives beyond Rotaract and within Rotaract. I, I completely agree with you. But just coming to the current situation, um, I know how difficult it is to be the Rotaract chief this year where, in, during the time of a pandemic. Uh, but yet we are seeing your team tirelessly work and living up to the Rotaract motto, fellowship through service. And you're also inching closer to the 10k mark on social media. So I just wanted to know how uh, or what different is Team 2021 doing, or what different are they bringing to the table this year? So uh, of course, at the start we we were well prepared. You know, we we are we are in the fifth year of the movement, so it's a well-oiled engine, right? Because yeah. I've been part of the council right from the first year, so I know what all has gone in terms of building the district 3141 to where it is today. And we were we were not prepared. I'll be honest here, we were not prepared for this online transformation that was going to happen. But I think I realized it a little earlier as compared to most of my team members. March 23rd we went into a lockdown. I think till March 31st or say April 1st week I was like okay six months it's going to be online. Majority of the things are going to be online. A lot of my team members were hopeful that lockdown is going to end in April, April and May, maybe July thing. But I was hopeful in April, so I started pivoting all of them. That okay, let's do online projects, and 
it was tough uh, i think it's not been easy at all uh, so yeah i was doing countless number of zoom meetings and i think a lot of credit goes to the club presidents also i had to instill in them that uh, they were a lot of them were demotivated a lot of them were little this that why are you or why is this year you know why is it happened to us and we can't do anything we don't know what to do and online nobody does any meetings nobody comes for physical meetings how will people come for online meetings but i look at the transformation i think the maximum number of projects were reported in the first quarter and clubs have all innovated in their own ways that if somebody's as such as mulund hill who's done started podcasts and been one of the first ones to tie up with spotify and so many other right from apple as well as the other brands Uh, other clubs have reached out to different ways of community service some of them have now started focusing on social media so i think sometimes you know they say now that it, like if you have a gun pointed at your uh, if you have a gun pointed at your head i think that's when you think of all ways not to die like you're thinking ki what can i do to save myself from yeah, this right. situation this is one of those lines that harry potter also uses in suits and it's one of those lines that i live by that you know you you have 100 things that you can do apart from dying and i think that's what's come to road track so i'll tell you one one very uh, one thing that i was reflecting on for the longest time was um, that um, uh, we have a president secretary and council member uh, offsite training where 3 days it's a immersive training where everybody interacts with each other and they learn a lot of lot of these uh, skills that are needed to you know run the club and one of our uh, trainers always used to say rotract should go digital rotract should go digital and this i've been hearing this talk for 3 to 4 years now and none of us took it seriously like okay digital means social media ka presence bada so instagram pe we would do more activities that time facebook also existed twitter was there and now of course now with all these new new age like tiktok also we were exploring until the ban happened so i think that way now i understand what that trainer meant ki rotract should go digital right digital doesn't mean just your this it means exploring that entire this so i think it's good that it's happened it was only time needed that it happened and it could it's happened at all levels it's not only rotract it's rotary it's lions it's corporates it's everyone because yeah, right. probably at some point of time this is going to force ourselves to think in a different way and you know explore that hidden potential which we are all doing today every yeah. every cloud has a silver lining that's what i can say but anyway um you've held so many positions in the past like you were the president uh, the zonal rotrack representative hr director chairman district rotrack secretary and district rotrack representative right now so is there any position that you want to explore or you regret that you could have had it in the past so if 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 the two if the IPDRR and the DRR elect are going to hear this or make sure they listen to this, they both know that for two consecutive years, uh, there's one position I really really wanted to explore was being the chairman for zones because I was the ZRR for zones four and I really believed that you know I could add a lot of potential or value to after that experience to to being chairman zones and running running all the six zones. But once because Kushal was the one in charge for zones and then bharat was in charge for zones so i always tell them that uh, because of you both i didn't get zones and then they tell me ki you know it became drr so just be quiet like you're the head of everyone <laughs> so um, again one question that i'm sure many people want to know is what's the road ahead like all your predecessors will you be joining road track south asia so uh, till now i'll be honest till now i've always had a clear plan okay Uh, when i became president i uh, if somebody asked somebody would have asked me what's next i always knew that okay i would like to try zrr if i don't get selected great move on from the moment i'll still be ipp of the club became zrr and then i said what's next and i said okay hrd is something i want to get into because 
I want to give back and want to train new road tractors and you know hope that they have a better experience and learn more things than than I could. So that 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 every year progression was there, and I think the first progression that I was not waiting for was district secretary because after chairman HRD, like I said, wanted to be chairman zone, so I wanted to be something else. But district secretary came and that kind of taught me that okay, sometimes in road track something unpredictable also can come along your way, and then you just need to find a path. But yeah, now I don't have any plan. This is the first time I don't have any plans, and I'm not making a plan consciously. I think uh, I've always had this plan B, plan C, and then a plan D also, right? But I think this is just plan A, that DRR, and plan B is IPDRR. <laughs> But uh, I think South Asia, as and when it comes, uh, I'll probably have a look at it. Then right now, I'm not very, I'm not even thinking of it. Okay. Um, also, in your profile, it was clearly mentioned that you know you revamped and initiated a lot of measures in uh, the district, such as uh, organizing training sessions for secretaries, the road track help desk, rising stars, monthly success week, and so on and so forth. So, what was the ideation or the planning process like, and how effective have have these measures been? I I always like I said at Rotate I like to explore new things every time I get a new team or a part of a new team I always believe that I want to bring one thing new to the table I am somebody who says that one thing we should try and explore if it doesn't work great the next team doesn't have to worry about it and I like researching about things I like researching about tools I like researching about what are other organizations doing how can you adapt so that's one skill that I picked up in the previous organization there was this concept of um, this success week it was not in the same way but i said ki um, okay can i adapt this to road track and that's where the idea came and actually the core idea came from my belief that as a district secretary right i have access to all reports of all clubs right yeah. but as council members as clubs road tractors as presidents i'm not somebody who's going to be reading be interested in reading about every clubs what they are reporting right i mean interested in my club i completed my reporting and most of the reporting gets done by the secretary so the concept of success week is can the clubs explain what they are doing in a short crisp manner and then you know everybody at least knows oh wow they achieved this oh this is the biggest achievement and for clubs to self for, for clubs to reflect right a lot of times clubs say ki this month we didn't do anything they just say that oh we didn't achieve anything this month we've done only five projects but then when they look back they say okay in these five projects we did one really large project and that's the reason why we didn't do the you know the smaller club service activities we didn't do yes. the monthly gbms maybe right that's that was the reason that is why the concept was ki list achievements list your learnings i think clubs don't look at uh, what they've learned from each other what they're learning from their members right. so that was the concept of success week and i think last year as i started it was very slow the first time i think we had only about 15 20 clubs and that too i remember my district joint secretary one of the team members aditi she called every secretary of the club i think she did about 65 70 calls in one day and i remember when she called me and told me this i said that that's the number of calls that a sales person does you know in my yeah, organization right. About 50 to 60. I said you did 70. Like yeah, I had to call everyone because I had to explain to them the concept and this and this is one thing in Rotaract which I have always seen. Any new concept takes time to build. Uh, Rotaractors are not, we are humans, right? Rotaractors, whether Rotaractors or not, as humans we do not like change. We like everything the way it has to be. Even if it means that something better is coming, we want we will not uh, adapt to it very quickly. So success we took time. But by I think the third month or the fourth month, now we had regular clubs doing it, right? 
and this month i think this year every club knows that it's a part of their secretariat process so as a training a secretary will train the next secretary ki yeah, you have to do this monthly successfully then we have a better system in place now so council members read it you get acknowledgements i read it of course i might not read it immediately but i read it uh, i have a specific day and a time slot when read success week uh, emails and stories so that's been success week help desk i think aniket will understand better uh, help desk was our first attempt to go technical to become to have this out of the world product it was a idea born out of um, ki if clubs want help and if members want help they should not go across the hierarchy they don't need to go to president president goes to hrd hrd goes to chairman chairman goes to dr this is too much time time loss can every member be connected to everyone and just ask anyone and everyone so we thought of building like this artificial intelligence based uh, bot right so you can understand chatbots so our first step was keep acha pehle we not do chatbots in the first year we, so it was a three of planet and this was in 2017 18 so kushal and i and naren we three were the first Uh, i researched on the system we built something and we said let's try it for a year if it fails we know that these systems are not possible in gotrack and that's what happened we failed at the end of the first year but what we learned is okay we probably need to dig deeper and probably have more tech involved and we still are hopeful that in kushal and i sometimes always talk ki it was a good idea gotrack help us was a great idea but maybe we need to think of more than 314 maybe we need to think of gotrack international or rotary international and have one integrated help desk instead of this email so rotary international has an email system like email them you get they get a response in 3 days which is like today's world you to respond in email say about 10 minutes or they should get automated responses right because nobody has the time to wait for 3 days yeah. for one simple query of rotary so yeah that that's where the help desk yeah, it it created a stir and buzz and today also members talk about it those who experienced it because we did a demo with about 50 council members but yeah i think that's one for the future mm-hmm. i would love to have it and i think even if i'm out of this moment if anybody ever approaches me for this that's one project i'll want to come back and you know give them my advice give them my two cents on how we can build it because artificial intelligence in rotrack will probably be the first district in rotary rotrack across the world yeah it's it's going to be really phenomenal i would say um so uh, you know podcast is again an incredible way to reach out to people and um, i'm sure when we release this podcast a lot of people are going to listen to it so is there anything that you want to share with your road tractors anything that we should be gearing up for in the coming few months um i think uh, things are of course unpredictable uh, we are taking things one month at a time at the, as a district level also and same is kind of being sent instructions to presidents but i think one message that i would like to send to all rotractors is the ones who joined this year please continue staying next year because this is the partial experience of rotract that you're seeing which is a online version next year you'll get the benefits of online as well as offline right so you'll see in true power what we mean by networking what we mean by rotract events what we mean by the kind of friendships that are made the kind of relations that are made the kind of exposure you get and the opportunities that you get so definitely recommend every gbm member to continue for one more year and then take a call whether they want to stay back uh, further and to all uh, to all clubs uh, online is here to stay so don't like don't just discard it next year when you know everything hopefully becomes normal and go back to our traditional ways the fact that we've done so much we need to continue doing things and now hybrid is the new way of doing things so if your meetings can't happen offline do them online because i think more people more members will come online than in an offline meeting probably do some projects online do some offline it also gives you the flexibility that you can have an online project maybe led by your board of directors while the president is doing an offline project with his gbms right 
gives you that and gives you like two projects at the same time and i think the power of community based clubs all community based clubs listening you all have underestimated yourself for the longest time where you've said that membership cannot go beyond 35 and 40 and look today you all are at 50 60 70 i have some clubs who promise me 100 and some even now aiming for 150 right so i think this was always there we just never really bothered and we were very self content and happy saying that 30 members good club but today the norm for community based clubs is 75 and 80 Right. So I yeah, think this is why community-based clubs have, have understand, and institute-based clubs have kind of for institute-based clubs, it's a real, realization that they need to evolve. So they need to evolve and understand that okay, we need to give more value add to our members than just focus on okay, we have number strength or projects by themselves. I think that's some of the messages that I would like to share. Uh, I'm sure this question is something that you've been asked plenty of times. Um, but I'll still go go ahead and ask you uh, that so many people look up to you. So how do you manage to juggle between your road track life, your personal life, and your professional life? Like, what's the success mantra? For personal life, I keep it very personal. I don't really share on any social media what I'm doing. So most people assume that I only end up doing road track or I end up doing only end up working most of the time. But I have a lot of hobbies. Uh, right from I'm right from reading to uh, I've always been a fitness enthusiast for the longest of time. Uh, I also I always caught up on the latest series and the most trending ones. I don't see every series necessarily, but the trending ones you name it. Right from Scam 92 to to all the classics that are there from Suits, Friends, How I Met Your Mother. Everything has been seen to Honey High. So I and Game of Thrones, right? So I've also been disappointed, and all those things have happened with all these series. and their endings so i i mean that's another thing that i do i see a lot of movies people assume that i don't see but i see a lot of bollywood movies and hollywood but bollywood i am always willing to go to the theater and see a bollywood movie no matter how bad the rating is because i think bollywood movies allow me to not really keep my brain aside and you know yeah, just enjoy right. whatever is happening true and apart from these yeah i have a lot of other hobbies also that i do but i just don't i'm not very vocal about it when it comes to work and rota i think um, i've explored different models uh, it yes it is tough sometimes but a simple formula that i have for rota is i acknowledge everyone's message acknowledge everyone's email i make it a point that if somebody's taken out the time to send me a message be it a gbm be it a board of director or be it the rotary international president every message gets acknowledged if it's delayed i will acknowledge and say ki hey i sorry i missed out on this i think that's one learning i've learned from uh, opdr only and i i swear by it i mean i get affected if i don't reply to someone in time or you know if i missed out on replying so that's one thing that get that ensures my road track stays sane for me and office work i manage i think um, luckily i've been in organizations who understand uh, that i do i do this apart from my work and there are times where i, I have the flexibility so i work i work maybe i go early to office or work say 7 in the morning to a 5 and then catch up with the road track event at 6 and the latest office that i've been working at we do community building for a living so what you guys do at rotaract i also do for living uh, i do it for as my job and i get paid to do it so i said effectively 7 days a week i'm meeting people networking with them giving them growth and development opportunities the only difference is in, in my work with startups and here it's rotaract clubs but effectively if you see a rotaract club is like a is like a small business venture only right it has all the elements of marketing finance operations and all the people people management skills that are needed for it so that keeps me sane so rotract is my stress buster in short rotract is my stress buster the day it becomes challenging and not a stress buster i think i know that my time is done 
thank you so much ojas for taking your time out and answering all our questions patiently and in detail uh, but one one more question that i have is this your podcast debut have you ever uh, interviewed like have you been interviewed before I have been interviewed once before, but that was in Hindi, and I I'm not the best at Hindi, right? I can speak in Hindi, but not like not extremely fluent, and I can't use the you know the fancy words. So I did one, and um, the host was kind enough to say that okay, use a mix of use English, right? And I said that I'm a Mumbaiker, so English is what we use, and being a Maharashtrian, I mix Marathi words also into it. So yes, this is the second time, but yeah, I think the first time a Rotary Club has uh, I'm doing a podcast with a Rotary Club, so. It feels nice, uh, and thank you so much, Mulundhir, you know, for for this opportunity. The pleasure was ours. Thank you so much. All right, folks, it's curtains down on this episode of our CMHV Talks, but don't go anywhere as we come up with some interesting content in the coming few months. Uh, but just to give you all a little sneak peek into what our next podcast is going to be. Uh, there's there's one dialogue from a show that has gone viral and has broken all records in the past two to three weeks. Uh, the dialogue is risk hai to ishq hai. I think most of you all guessed it right. Yes, it is from Scam 1992. We have the DOP, Mr. Pratamesh Mehta, who will be joining us. He'll be sharing um, his experience uh, working on, with such phenomenal actors and on such a phenomenal show, as well as he'll be sharing some nuances on cinematography. So stay tuned to that conversation. and don't forget to follow us on our social media handles and keep checking our podcast rcmhv talks with rotrack club of mulun hillview